Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Steph Curry went super splash mode in game four. Is he a lock for finals MVP? Boston needs more out of Jason Tatum tonight. Is his newly found superstar status in jeopardy? And Steve Kerr had seen enough. Decided to finally bench Dre in the fourth quarter of game four. Good Monday morning, everyone. Welcome to First Things First alongside Nick Gra- Oh, look at this guy. Oh, I'd, I'd be careful. Look at him. That's my oh, I'd be Chris careful. Broussard. He's got his gloat on this morning. He is already. You waited all weekend for this, did you not? Jenna, this is what 10 toes down looks like. All right? Okay, I was wondering. And I'm letting you two know, Wilds and Nick. There will be no olive okay. branches, okay? I'm not Don't throwing walk. out and offering olive branches. So just get that out of the way Don't now. Walk. Get that out of your sight. It's not Don't walk. Ten toes down, courtesy of Chris Broussard. Ahead of tonight's Game 5 of the NBA Finals, we take you back to Friday night's Game 4 Celtics Warriors. You know, we wondered when Steph Curry was going to have that big night, right? The one that we were going to remember for a long time. It appears to be what we got. 43 points from Steph, his second most ever in a finals game. And basically, the Warriors needed every last one of those points. They get the win. This series is tied now. And the Warriors have Steph to thank. Take a listen. One of the best players to ever play this game. Um, you know, and why you know this this organization has been able to ride um him to so much success uh it's just absolutely incredible where would you kind of put this in his finals performance uh, resume yeah i think probably number one i don't rank my performances though we should just win the game <laughs> all right Broussard, you think this was the best game of steph's career Yes, Steph, I rank him, and yes, it was. Now, look, obviously he's had huge regular season games, but this is the finals. All right, this was a near must win, so it trumps all of that he's done in the regular season or maybe even earlier in the playoffs. So, yes, Nick, this was his best game. I do think, and Nick, you do the research, so I I think you might agree with me. I do think his game five in the 2015 finals against Cleveland – 2-2 series, he scores 37, 17 in the fourth quarter. 
hits the three-pointer that puts the Warriors ahead for good with about seven and a half minutes left. So I think that game gets short shrift and people blow that off as, uh, you know, he didn't do much in that series when that was a great performance. But overall, as Jenna said, Nick, we have been saying for the last two weeks, we're waiting for that game. We're waiting for that moment where all the greats have had in the finals, right? And now this was Steph's moment. This was his flu game. This was his Isaiah Thomas scoring 25 points in the third quarter on a bad ankle. Because Wilds, he had a bad foot. I know you couldn't tell, but he had a bad foot. This was his Allen Iverson game one, 48 points against the Lakers in 2001. That's what this was. That one all And win or lose this series. I'll agree with that one. Win or lose this series, we will look back. Well, there's even some debate whether Jordan even had the flu. So you got to at least give him the flu game and the Iverson game. All right, but we will look back years from now. Win or lose in this series. Now, obviously, if they lose, it's not quite as big. But still, we'll look back and say, man, that Steph Curry performance in game four was phenomenal. So, yes, Jenna. His best game ever, Nick. One, because of the timing of his performances. I mean, four threes in the third quarter, and each of them a huge shot. They were trailing each time he hit the three, and it meant something. So the the first shot he hits, or one of the first ones he hits, Jason Tatum is hacking him, and he gets no call. After the shot, you see that? Look at that. No call. But that was a huge shot. He was shot. mad after that. And then, yep. right, and then the second, the same thing happened with the Derek White. But here he is. There it is again. But we'll see a couple more plays that he made uh, if we can get it on the tape uh, after that. So this one, this is a dribbling display that would make Kyrie Irving envious. And Steph doesn't get enough credit for his handle, but shakes up Robert Williams. The nice floater right there. So that's beautiful. And then with a minute 42 left, of course, the three that the ends all down. That's Look the at play. the defense. Great, yep. great defense from Derek White. Hand all yep. in his face. Derek White is an excellent defender, and it doesn't matter. So, Nick, the timing right. of his shots and plays, and also, last thing, the degree of difficulty. No other Warriors player 100%. scored 20 points. Two of his starters, Draymond and Otto Porter, scored two points each. And this is against the best defense in the league that made Kevin Durant look pedestrian. And Giannis shoot 45% from the floor. So, greatest performance ever by him. Yes. And Jimmy Butler had three 40-point games. But it was, listen. Listen, I get it. Listen, I agree with you. I said in real time, the moment demanded a masterpiece and Steph delivered a masterpiece. That was the best game of Steph's career. And the reason I think it was better than Game 5 against the Cavs was because in 2015, this was, you didn't want to call it a must-win because you didn't want to abandon the Warriors, but this was a must-win. They couldn't go down 3-1 in this spot, so that's why it was the best game of his career. And Wilds, listen, 40-point double-doubles in the finals, they matter. Like, 40-point double-doubles in the finals, that's why... The three times Giannis did it in last year's finals, we remember it. When Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. and LeBron did it in the finals the year before, we remember. When when LeBron did it five different times against Golden State, we remember. 40-point double-doubles in the finals 
are a big deal, and they only happen, you know, in the last few finals, once or twice per final. So it should get our attention. But I'm ar- it's already happening, Wilds. It's already happening. What? Drew said Isaiah Thomas's sprained ankle, and it's and I saw this coming far. down the pike before Friday. Before Friday, I said the media is cook baking in a if Steph doesn't play well, he's hurt, and if he plays great, he's great. And I'm just you guys watch the game Friday. Did he look hampered? No, of course he didn't look hampered, which is why he didn't come out of the game when he got hurt, and which is why he didn't have the MRI. And now Wilds. We're already getting Steph Curry, even if they lose finals MVP, which, by the way, I'm fine with. But I'm what? the only one that should be allowed what? to be fine with it. Okay, what do you mean, what? You guys oh, well, like... uh, that's not a straw, man. Where, first it's, of all, it's where, literally the discussion where is of the this weekend. coming from? Go ahead. Really? Oh, I'm glad you should, asked that. I, I'm saying. I'm like, you know what? Go ahead and I'm show it. I'm sitting here saying he okay. should not. If they lose, he oh, should that, not that's be where the it's finals from. MVP. From Magic Johnson, from CBS Sports, from Bleacher <laughs> okay. Report, and from Nesson. They're just a just a small collection of where it's coming from. Because as like, always, those are, questions. Spe- <laughs> those are questions. Those are questions. Special could he? set of rules. Uh, there's this. Well, no, should is not a question. Magic Johnson. Steph Curry should be 22 finals MVP I whether Warriors win or lose. That's not a question. Okay, well, look again at the Magic Johnson quote. Um, and so, Wilds, like this is always the case with Steph. It's not good enough for us to be honest about the about what we're seeing in the performance. We got to add a little Salt Bay type of seasoning on it. We got to add a little bit extra. And I don't know why we have to. Listen, 40-point double-double. It was magical the three times Giannis did it 11 and a half months ago, and it was magical two days ago. It was a great performance, and that's what okay. it was. It, it was, was the best performance we've ever seen from him. Okay, see, Broussard, Wilds, you set I know us off you're on the hurt, wrong path. But don't belittle it. No, I'm not hurt. I, look, I appreciate greatness. And you my didn't biggest like the sunglasses. Okay. I, well, the sunglasses was my thing. Uh, okay, let's just be, uh, look look at the first things first. <laughs> bylaws, people's thing. From. Next right. thing you know, if you're out with a with a Mac Jones baby goat petting it, I think I would have an issue with it. But like, you know what? That is my thing. Uh, don't, don't forget Kevin Wilds and Rob Parker on the odd couple, couple seven to ten. Uh, out now. Okay, here's the thing about what Broussard just did that I found frustrating. It's like if you go to a, a great movie with your friend, okay, and you and you guys both loved the movie, and walking out, you're like, wow, what an amazing movie. Wasn't that great? It's like, yeah, that was amazing. And then your friend says, that was better than The Godfather. And then you are forced in the corner of like, all right, let's all, sl- now, now you have to be the guy that's like, it wasn't that great. So for you to say it was but like the Isaiah Thomas limping around game or the flu game, which is an iconic, like if it was, if his Steph wanted to be that, then you, he had to be like, oh, my foot, ah, my foot. He had to be like hopping on one foot. Can if I there's no to this iconic quickly. injury type moment, it can't be iconic. Go and Bur- I don't know. The, the, I wanted to celebrate it, but Broussard hey. put me in this corner. Okay, no, but but let me let me respond and throw Go it ahead, quickly. Nick. But wild. What Brew is doing is he is, and I'm so glad he did it, because it is a perfect unscripted avatar for exactly what I'm talking about, which is there is this weird thing with this specific player where 
We again, the commentary after the game, one would have thought of 40 and 10 never happens as opposed to the fact we saw Giannis do it three times and Jimmy Butler do it the year before and LeBron do it the year before and the and then Bur- and the commentary instantly going to should he be finals MVP in a loss which again I want to restate brew I would be fine with but I'm the only person who thinks we should give finals MVPs to the guy who's clearly and obviously the most outstanding player even if they lose a close series and so it's like a Steph Curry carve out for how we talk about NBA superstars. We w- was this better than three different Durant performances in the finals? I don't know, but in the moment, Brew is comparing it to the yes. greatest yes. games in NBA yes. history. It's better than okay. anything Kevin Durant did in the finals because when Kevin Durant did his magic in the finals, and he was great. Steph Curry was there. Drawing attention to from the defense. Klay Thompson was at his best. Drawing attention from the defense. Who was doing that on Friday night? No one. Klay no Thompson one. was there. And and, and I, I wish Klay I had more time. We'll get to it later in the show because the finals MVP. We're, no, we're going he to. does as great as he was. Whoa. He does not deserve the finals MVP. Don't have more time if they lose because you did six if minutes on this being the greatest performance ever off and the clouds. Oh. Yeah, look at the stare in the mirror, buddy. All right, we're, we're going to let that sit for a second. I got more. What about the Celtics? Yeah, we know, Broussard. What happened to Boston Friday night? Jason Tatum, perhaps? This is First Things First. First Things First, back to game four of the NBA Finals Friday night. So what happened to the Celtics? Well, for one thing, they got just an okay night out of Jason Tatum. Uh, 23 and 11 is fine, I guess, but six turnovers, one basket in the entire fourth quarter, that, that's not fine. Not from the face of the franchise, not from the conference finals MVP. Tatum was asked if he was putting too much pressure on himself. He said no, but he used more words. Here are the words. Take a listen. It's as simple as it is. Like, I just got to be better. Um... You know, I know I can be better, so it's not like I'm myself or my team is asking me to do something I'm not capable of. Um, you know, they know the level, and I know the level that I can play at. And, uh, you know, it's kind of on me to to do that more often than not, you know, just to help my team in the best way that I can. So it's not too much pressure at all. You know, it's kind of like my job. Kind of like his job. Kind of on him to play better. Nick, is Tatum's superstar status in jeopardy after his Game 4 performance? No. You, you don't lose superstar status for an achievement. And the achievement is getting your team to the finals. Like, like, can we be very clear about what's wrong with Jason Tatum in these finals? He is shooting a horrific percentage inside the arc. His assists are excellent. His rebounds are excellent. His defense has been very good. His three-point percentage is is outstanding, but he's shooting 28% on twos. That is the start and the finish of his struggles in this series. 14 of 51 from two. But can we show club superstar? Because I got something fascinating to tell Kevin Wilde, who wants to kick Tatum out. You look at those guys in the club. Aside from Steph Curry, you have Embiid, Ja, Giannis, LeBron, KD, Dame, Kawhi, Jokic, and CP3. So aside from Steph and Luke, I should say. All those guys 
are not only shooting 0% in the finals, they also shot 0% in the conference finals. So I guess they're all out too. So they're out. Steph, I don't even know if we could have let Steph in because he missed the playoffs in two straight years. All of a sudden, Club Superstar is like the Club Wilds tried to open down the street where Joe Judge is the doorman and Mac Jones is the DJ. Nobody's there. All of a sudden, Club Superstar is vacant. If we're kicking Jason Tatum out for helping carry his team to the finals and then shooting a poor percentage from two in the finals, then nobody's going to be left. Like, how can you keep... And Ja can't be there. And Bede's never even been to a conference finals. He can't be there. What are you? T- what are you talking about? What well, he? He'll be better. It's like, of course, he's still a superstar. I am not trying to kick Jason Tatum out of Club Superstar. Jason Tatum is in Club Superstar. You've gotten past the bouncer. You got on the second floor, I think. But now that you're in Club Superstar, man, turn it up. Live it up. Jason Tatum, while everyone else is having a ball in Club Superstar, is ordering Fiji water and hanging out on the corner. He's on his phone texting me, hey, what's going on, guys, in Club Superstar. What are you doing? It's Club Superstar. Everyone Now's wild. the time to play like Everyone it. else is having a ball because they don't have practice the next day. They, they can stay out all night drinking. Everyone else having a great time so they don't have any more games to play. Superstars need to rise to the occasion, okay? This weekend, I went and saw Top Gun, Broussard. It was delightful. But you know there's a scene in Top Gun, basically every scene, where it's like, you know who should save the day? Tom Cruise! It's his time. He's the superstar. (laughs) Jason Tatum is Tom Cruise. In the pivotal scenes, he's like, I'll gas the planes. No, Jason Tatum. It's not your job to gas the planes. Uh, it's an assist. Assists are important. I'll be the guy that does this on the runway. No. No, you're not the guy that does this. You're the guy who flies the plane. Let's go. He's shooting 26.5% in the second half and 25% in the fourth quarter. And I know people are like, well, he actually leads the Celtics in total points and assists. Give me a break. No one in their right mind who has watched this game has said, you know who's playing like a superstar? Jason Tatum. He's playing great. He's not. He said it himself. The only thing I want for Jason Tatum, and I might want this more than he wants it, that's why I'm trying to inspire him, is to rise to the level that we all think he can get to. Just believe in yourself, Jason. You can do it. We want to see the Steph Curry-esque performance from you. We want to see that big 40-point explosion. We want to see a big dunk. We want to see you raining threes. We want to see you take over the game. Take it. It's there. You're Tom Cruise. You are Maverick, Jason Tatum. Fly your plane to the sky. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm invoicing Uh, that Top Gun ticket, too, since I got a take out of it. Apologies to Magic Johnson for my co-host just absolutely belittling assists. I mean, as if they mean nothing. Apologies, Magic. Uh, Secondly, Wiles. I'll agree. He is not playing like a superstar. But that doesn't remove his superstar status. Many superstars have not played like superstars in the finals, particularly their first finals. Larry Bird, arguably the greatest Celtic ever, Wilds, you know this. In his first finals, he had two eight-point games, back-to-back. Three, four, 11 shooting in each game. He's a superstar. He's the best, one of the best players in the league. He took 11 shots in back-to-back games. All right, but we didn't kick him out of club superstar. 
Magic Johnson, LeBron. Tragic Johnson, 1984. We didn't kick him out of club superstar. LeBron. LeBron's first finals LeBron, against the Spurs, he shot 35% from the floor. He averaged 22 points. He his, second, his second finals, he struggled. Okay, his second finals against Dallas, he struggled. We didn't kick him out of club superstar. Wilds, Jason Tatum is 24 years old. He's in his fifth season after playing just one year of college basketball. Do the history. All the guys at that young of an age that have led teams to championships either had another veteran superstar, Magic Kareem, Bird, three Hall of Famers, including Tiny Archibald when he won his first ring, D-Wade, Shaq. You can go Tim Duncan, David Robinson. They either had a veteran Hall of Famer with them or they played, they had much longer time in college where they learn more of the game. And that is what Jason Tatum doesn't have. So it's not unusual for a superstar to struggle in their first finals, especially under these circumstances. Jordan uh, didn't, didn't win a finals this young in his career. So give him, relax. I get it. Didn't You're upset. Series Your pick's about to career. be wrong. I'm not upset. But he is still I, in No, that's superstar. not what it is. Okay. All right. Lori, Lori runs our, our social media. Lori, if, when we put this clip on the internet so the Celtics PR team can watch it, can you remove Broussard's part? Because I think that is poisonous to Jason Tatum's <laughs> attitude. Say, they should say, Jason, you should watch this. Watch how fired up Kevin Wilds believes in you. And then Broussard comes on and makes a bunch of excuses. He's going to lean back and be like, oh, guess what? I guess History. I am 24. I guess I don't have to play well. I just don't. I, it's just, it's, I believe in him. And I think he can play better. The one thing I want to bring up, Hubs, if we have that video, and I'll throw it to you, Nick. I am worried about his shoulder. And I, I do think there's some nerve, oh, no. not damage, but there's no. some nerve issues that come and go. It's not like a linear injury where oh, it, no. you get hurt and it slowly gets okay. better. Sometimes no, I'm it's not bad, worried sometimes about his it's not. And no, when he's stop. shaking it out like stop. that, oddly you can hit threes, no, but stop. I think I'm it is affecting excuses. his game. No, 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 that... I'm not yeah, making no, no, excuses. No, no, right. I'm no. saying I'm, I'm making facts. No, it's a fact. The guy's shaking his arm out. Hold on. Hold on. It, no, no, no. And he's oh, shooting yeah. almost 50% from three. It's not his shoulder. He is. You can see it. You're watching the games. He is a little unsure of himself. He is a little uneasy, particularly on drives to the basket. It is the NBA young. Finals. He is 24 years old. So, like, it's not unreasonable for him to be the moment right now has been a touch too big for him. But that doesn't change his status in the league, and it doesn't mean he won't overcome Jason it. Jason Tatum, 34% from the field, not going to cut you. it. Game five tonight from San Francisco. Do the Warriors have a Draymond Green problem? Spoiler alert, we might have some fired-up members with us this morning. First things first. Hey, can we talk about Draymond Green? Another rough night in game four, at least on offense. He missed six of his seven shots. Second straight game, he finished with just two points. Steve Kerr finally pulled the plug with just under eight minutes left. Sat Dre for almost four straight minutes in crunch time. He subbed back in, made some key defensive stops. But Dre, none too pleased after with the benching. Take a listen. Definitely never thrilled coming out of the game with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter in a must-win game. I'm not going to sit here and act like uh, <laughs> I was thrilled. Um, I'm a competitor. But... 
Um, at the end of the day, if that's what coach decides, then you roll with it. All right, to make matters worse, how about Dre's mom tweeting this? People, please stop Jeez. asking me what's wrong with Dre. I don't know. Maybe this is a clone. Where's the Dre that helped us get here? Hmm, I've never seen this either. Nick, do the Warriors have a Draymond problem? Well, his mama says they do. Can you imagine? Dear God, thank you that my mother doesn't have Twitter. And if she had it, can you imagine if after I had a string of bad shows, it was it was old Mama Right on there? Like, I don't know what's wrong with Nick either. Maybe he needs more sleep. Takes have been whack lately. That's not the boy I raised. Oh, my God. Now, Draymond's mom likes to mix it up on Twitter. Years ago, she came after me on Twitter. She seems like a wonderful woman, a wonderful mother. And she raised a, a guy who is play notwithstanding on the court. Obviously, a great son. But, ooh, it's rough now. It's rough in these streets when your mom's like, guys, quit adding me. I know my son's been awful. Maybe it's not actually him. When she plays the clone card, I think you might start to say, ooh, boy, eh, do the Warriors have a dream on green problem? And the answer to that question is unequivocally, yes, Broussard. You mocked me, said there will be no olive branches. I will tell you right now, if between this moment and the end of the show, if it comes to out that Steve Kerr has announced Draymond Green is not playing the rest of the series, I'm switching back to the Warriors. He's my he's my my silver bullet here, knowing that Draymond bullets or that Draymond minutes are coming. He's been historically awful in three of the four games, and well, historically awful in two of the four, bad in game four, and okay in game two. He is shooting. 20, his splits are, you know, we talk about Steph being a 50, 40, 90 guy. Draymond is a 23, 0, 50 guy this series. 23% from the field, 0% from three, and I don't think a single one of them has even been online, and 50% from the free throw line. So yeah, they have a Draymond problem. He's playing 35 minutes a game. He's killing their spacing. He hasn't been good on defense aside from a couple moments. So yes, obviously, they have a Draymond problem, and I think it's going to cost them the title. Okay, um, no, they do not have a Draymond Green problem. And here's why. Like, now, Nick, Maybe if you want to say, as you did, that he's not playing well, I'll give you that. Okay, he is not playing oh, well, thanks. and they got to get him going. Okay, they got to get him going. I'll give you that. Or he, let me say he's not playing up to his normal standards, and they do need to get him going to try to you know, have a he's better chance of winning this standards. series. But I do feel like this question is is at least to a large degree about his attitude with the benching. Is that going to be a problem? His mom calling him out. Is that going to be a problem? Or him insisting on doing his podcast. Is that a problem that, you know, we don't see the manifestation right now other or it's hurting him on the court? Let's put it that way. And I would say the answer to those things is no. Okay, Draymond handled the benching like you should. He came out and said, look, I, I didn't want to be benched, of course. I'm a competitor. I wanted to play. And Steve Kerr, by the way, said he wants his players to feel that way when he takes them out of the game. But Draymond didn't pout. And when he got back in the game, right. he actually played well and made a couple plays. That's not just Kerr throwing you know, him an olive branch, if you will. That is true. He made some good defensive plays. He made a couple key assists. 
at the end of the game. So he had the right attitude. All right. And here's the other thing. Okay, his offensive numbers, at least his scoring, looks bad. But have you seen his defensive numbers? Have you? What's the problem with the Celtics? Tatum and Jalen Brown are struggling a bit. Why? I wonder why. Could it be Draymond Green? Look at that. They're shooting 30% against him. Why is Jason Tatum missing so many twos? Huh? Why is he missing so many twos? Huh? How how you missing twos? Because Draymond is in his grill. Wiggins mainly, but when Draymond's on these guys too, he's holding them down. And show me the game stats for game four. I know he only had two points, but look at the other numbers. Nine boards, eight assists, four steals, and the five offensive rebounds was critical. They got destroyed on the glass in game five. Or game three, game three, particularly on the offensive glass. Look at what he does. And he had three offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter and a key one with about a minute 14 left, exactly a minute 14 left, gets an offensive rebound and it leads to this dime. He gets the offensive board. And then moments oh, later, this is the combined movie. Oh, this la- it's, a, it's an you assist, it's an, okay. You have Let's just to call stop. it an assist. I get Sick. it. Let's just call it an yeah. assist. Sure, music but to, my point is, wow. he is making contributions. Where's the professor? So they don't when have you a Draymond Green problem. Oh. Other than that, you want to get him stop playing it. better. Stop like he's it. ruining. <laughs> like he's hurting him. Yeah. Okay. You speak. Uh, look, I I think you've got a little bit of Draymond. Oh, are you, are you fired up about something? the looking glass. Want me to go, Nick? Go ahead, Wilds. I'm gonna give you. I'm just gonna go give ahead. A Sorry, I just okay, can't I'm believe gonna, it. I'm gonna give a solution. No, it's okay. It's all right. You, you got mesmerized by that dime, is what happened. Okay, uh, I do obviously think that there is some issue with Draymond, or you wouldn't be benched in the fourth quarter. Obviously, right? At the same time, Draymond's attitude is very team-centric. In his podcast, which is doing great numbers, I've heard, uh, he said, you know what? I want to win. So there is no really, like, any internal strife. The Warriors have great team culture. We get it. That being said, I think that Steve Kerr does need to get Draymond going a little bit. And if I was Steve Kerr, I would do these three things, or one of these threes, or you can take the trifecta. First thing I would do is, like, hey, Draymond... You've only you've gotten two points in the last two games. You had two points in game uh, four. You had two points in game three. We're going to try to get you going on offense. So the first idea, like, we're going to run out of the break. Otto Porter Jr., if you get the ball, let's just throw it down court to Draymond. Try to get him a dunk. He had a dunk in game four. Like, oh, that's pretty good. Just try to get him off the, on a fast break. Get him going. Watch the ball go through the hoop. Number two, I'd run an out-of-bounds play for him. I know it's probably going to Steph. It's probably going to Andrew Wiggins. Maybe it goes to Clay. Have run the play for Dre. Have some sort of like crazy action. Get Dre a layup. And number three, this is Nick. This is gonna. I don't know if this is good for you or bad for you. <laughs> He's oh for. I was looking up the stats. I'm like, well, that's silly. I had to look up the stats. It says zero percent. He's zero for nine from three. I know this sounds weird, but I think it's in his head you guys now that he's even a worse shooter than he actually is. When Celtics I've fans are cheering, the, no, th- this is I, I am this go- is the I worst segment we've ever done. I am going to take the ball done. out of Steph's. 
No, I am taking the ball. I'm, you got to get him the, going. You're going to need that at some point. And give it so you to might Dre. as well get him early going. in the game. Run a three pointer for you Dre. Don't. A corner three for Dre. Try to run. You have to. You're, you're, you're not going to shoot. He can't go no, over no, three the Hold entire season. It's Steve Kerr's responsibility Wait, to get him going. Defense and rebounding. No, stop it. Everybody stop for a second. But you, you do, you do have, have used your allotment of lunacy for the segment. Everybody stop. Hubs kill medals. We got to stay here and talk about this for a second. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Brew, you making the case that Draymond actually played well in a game where his own coach benched him. I've never seen it before. I, you're like, hey, look at Draymond's game four. Bitch, maybe did he a little not come underrated. Steve, he came he back came in and had that in. dime, that unbelievable dime it was that he strategy. had. But he got benched because he's been, yes, it was strategy because he's he been terrible. He wasn't out for the rest Brew, of the game. Brew, Brew, you, are, you said he hasn't played up to his standards. I'm just curious. I don't Agreed. like answering my questions on the air. But think on this for a moment because then I have something for Wilds and see if you can come up with a name for the end of the segment. Whose standards has he played to? Who Draymond Green threw four games this series, you'd be like, that's a good game, a good series for player X. What standards uh, is it? Well, a guy who's shooting 23% from the field has, and I'm just curious, think of it. If you can come up with a name, I'm excited to no, hear it. Because he's I don't not, think up, I'm not yeah, saying defensive, defensively, uh -huh. he's played well, at least, you know, and, no. and rebounding in game and passing in game four, he was good. And, and four steals, too. So I'm not saying he's playing okay. well offensively. That's why I don't agree with Wilds' take uh -huh. to try to get him going. That's yeah. not his game. But to say he's a negative, yeah. to say they're better off without yeah. him, that's where you cross the line. That's where you cross the line. Okay. They are unequivocally better off without him right now. And Brew... I was here with you for game three when we ran a compilation of Jalen Brown cooking him, and you agreed with me. So the fact that he had uh, four steals in game that four one does game, not erase the fact actually. that he's been that. Okay, all right. Did if, you if see we, my? Did you see my graphic, year, Dusty? We, can you throw it back I, up? Brewing. Did you see the graphic? Bro, I don't know. You don't. We don't need. We don't need to put the eleven of thirty. I think is what it said. Those two guys, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, with, J with Draymond Green guarding them. If you've watched these four games and you think Draymond Green has been a net positive, then the only thing crazier than that is Kevin Wilds going after you and saying, "Hey, let's run horns for Draymond. Let's run an ATO <laughs> for Draymond. Get him a three in the corner." This is this is Get him a Jenna. We've been doing the show almost five years. Uh, well, this I, is the, the Nadir. This right is here. the lowest we've no. ever oh, been. That's the and I once, I, I, no, it's the worst. It's the dumbest wow. commentary ever. <laughs> you finally got to Nick. Draymond's been good. Broken. Draymond uh, should take more shots. <laughs> Draymond's wow. no Steph Curry. Was game four Steph's best game ever? More on that on the other side. First things first. Everyone take a deep It's the final weekend of the USFL regular season. Saturday, the title favorite, Birmingham Stallions, looking to get ready for the playoffs. Showdown with the Tampa Bay Bandits. That's a four Eastern on Fox. Then on Sunday, the New Orleans Breakers and the Houston Gamblers square off. 8.30 Eastern on FS1. USFL football, Saturday and Sunday on Fox and FS1. So that's 
a look ahead. Let's take a look back at the best of USFL Week 9. Chris Broussard, how about the best run of Week 9? Yeah, Philadelphia Stars taking on the Pittsburgh Maulers. Get a load of Stars running back Matt Colburn just refusing to go down as he runs for Ooh. a 51-yard touchdown. That put Philly up 17-16, which would be the final score. Stars win their fourth straight game. They're now 6-3 and three on the season. Great run. There you go. Wow, the best trick play. Panthers going for the two-point conversion against the Generals. Jeff Fisher says, check this out. Goes into the old bag of tricks. Running back Cameron check Scarlett to Connor Davis. Not enough, though. Panthers fall to Broussard's Generals 25-23. Nick, the best escape of Week 9. Gamblers taking on the Stallions. Houston quarterback Kenji Bahar looking like, oh, my guy, Mahomes. Finding Julian Allen for oh, the big wow. first down. Gamblers pull off the big upset. Yeah, that is the Mahomes play. Run one way, throw across your body, spin around. Oh, he's been watching film. Maybe Houston can turn the season around. They get the win 17-15. Good luck. Oh, good luck. Good stuff, gentlemen. Stories to start your morning. Sponsored by Ram Trucks. Built to serve. Let's take you back to Friday night's Game 4. NBA Finals. Celtics Warriors. We did wonder when Steph Curry was going to have that big night, that one we were going to remember for a long time. It appears to be what we got, 43 points from Steph, second most ever in a finals game for him. Warriors needing all those points. They get the win. This series now all tied up. Nick, would you be okay with Steph winning finals MVP even if the Warriors lose the series? Oh, I wouldn't just be okay with it. If things continue on this trajectory, it's the only fair result. Listen, as is often the case with modern NBA history, Brew, LeBron walked so others can run. LeBron came within a vote of being the first ever unanimous MVP, so then Steph could be. You know, LeBron left a a team that was a champion or a championship caliber to go try to do it elsewhere, so now Kevin Durant can do the same thing. LeBron averaged 36, 13, and 9 in an NBA Finals, and the voters gave Finals MVP to the guy who guarded him. And now we look back on that, and everyone is slowly coming around to the correct opinion, which is that is one of the worst Finals MVP votes ever. And now if Steph Curry, he's averaging 34 a game, Who's been the best player in this series? Would anybody argue anyone other than Steph Curry? Now, we're not to the end yet, but if this thing goes seven and Steph continues to average 30-plus points and no Celtic really seizes control, now, there again, there's two or three games left, so it could change, then, of course, Steph right. should win it. Like, I, I am consistent on this. It should go to the clearly and obviously best player in the series, assuming the series was close. So, yeah, Steph should be finals MVP if this keeps up. It, it is not, unless they put in the rules, it must go to a player on the winning team, and I don't think they have, then, you sh- then yes, he should be. Look, I sat here all show long and praise Steph Curry's game four performance. Best game of his career. Iconic game that we will remember years, decades from now. 
I said it wilds and I'm sticking by it. It was his flu game. All right. It was him. Okay. His Iverson game one, 48 points in 2001 in an upset of the Lakers game. That's what it was for Steph. But Nick, the, the, the thought what? that he should be finals MVP if they lose this series is absolute nonsense. All right. You don't win all-star game MVP if you don't win the game. All right. You definitely shouldn't get the finals MVP if you don't win the finals. And the voters got it wrong the first year, 1969, when they gave it to Jerry West and he lost the game the finals in seven games, and they realized from that point forward, you know, it's got to go to somebody on the winning team. Here's why. Because it's, it's, it's disrespectful. I'm just going to call it. It's disrespectful to the team that won. Because you're saying nobody on that team really played that well. All right, even though they won, well, nobody was, was good enough Nobody was good enough to give this award to. And nothing, nothing, not a hit, not an inkling of anything should take away from the team that won the championship. And if you win, the, if the Celtics won this and they gave the finals MVP to Steph, there would always be a yeah, but. Oh, gosh. There'd be a yeah, but. You think? Yeah, but Steph what was the mean? MVP. And that cannot happen. Wiles, let me say this too, lastly. Nick, as great as Steph was in game four, he hasn't been like that phenomenal over the whole series that we have to give him the finals. But he's been better than everybody. Game one, he's averaged 34. But it's not about, the finals is about winning the championship. It's not about, oh, this individual is better than everybody. That's what the Larry O'Brien trophy is for. Is that's why there's a different trophy. Winning the championship. Two trophies. Period. The end. No, that's the Larry O'Brien. And so you got the trophy no, roll. Wilds, it's it's got to go to somebody from the winning team. Period. The end. But it doesn't. Yes. The yeah. It's it, yes. Care. It does. Come the idea on. that I mean, it would just be a, a a knife in my heart if the Bill Russell after the Celtics win a championship and the Bill Russell Award goes to a Warrior. It was just. It would be. I would sh- the NBA should close well, down. Well, if it would hurt your feelings, should be like then the we bad can't pizza, do it. Bad pizza shop in your neighborhood. Just closed. You know what? It, it just it's closed. It's over. Uh-huh. Here's the thing, Nick. That's let's get down to the get through all the mud. Do you actually think this affects LeBron's legacy somehow? That this is like ah, you know what? Now let's go back with an eraser and put LeBron in there. Now that 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 Steph. Has won this. No, it, no, that's. Do you think this somehow trickles down to affecting LeBron's legacy? I think he does. No, well, I think it'll point. actually. Read. I think it'll actually hurt if we're talking about LeBron's legacy. I think it'll actually hurt it. I think people. I think. I think in 30 years, people will say, "Well, how good could he have been in 2015? He didn't win Finals MVP." People are like, "Well, he didn't win." Be like, "Well, you don't have to win it." Look, Steph Curry won one in 2022. So I actually think this actually could hurt LeBron that he what that if someone wins it who didn't win the title and it wasn't him since Jerry West, 
1969, which Chris has just decided was the voters getting it wrong, as opposed to the voters honoring the guy who averaged 38 points per game in that series and was against a team with six Hall of Famers on it. Maybe that's what it was, but who, what do I know? I was, I, in fairness, I was negative 15 years old when that finals happened, but I have studied it quite a bit. <laughs> now, to the point at hand here. I saw. Let me ask both of you a question. And I know you guys don't like answering my questions, but you just say a name. If the series was over right now and the Celtics had won See, it. this is a good point. Who's the Celtics MVP? Who's the Celtics MVP right now? Tell me. Who is it? I, I'll give you an answer. Jalen Brown. Yeah. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Just like after game one, okay. game two, game three, and game four, Jalen Brown. He's averaging okay, 22 Wilds, and you seven, have the same answer? and he's shooting. Hold on, he's uh -huh. averaging 22 points, seven rebounds, 44 percent shooting. Mm -hmm. yep. You know his defense is good. Now those aren't great numbers, but they're not horrible numbers no, either. They're not. Jalen Brown would be no. their MVP. Okay. Wilds, who do you say? Nick has a point. Tatum has played what? uninspiring basketball, but he does lead uh -huh. the Celtics in points and assists, and I could see it uh -huh. going to Tatum in the weirdest way possible. I, you, This is why I don't answer your questions, because you're actually making a valid point now. I, Be I guess I'd give it of to Of course Gino I'm Zala, making a valid point, this because here's the thing. Valid point. Here's the thing, Brew, because I, whether it's Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, you just said it. Those numbers aren't horrible. You're right. They're not horrible. But the finals MVP award is not supposed to honor, hey, this guy wasn't horrible. It's supposed to honor the most valuable player of the series. And you keep, you're getting it twisted. You keep saying the finals MVP trophy is about the champion. That's the other trophy, bro. The Larry O'Brien trophy, the big gold one with the ball tilted, where you can see your reflection in it, that one, I agree with you, no matter what, must go to the winning team. There is no scenario where okay, I yeah. would argue, actually, the LOB needs to go to the losing team. But there is a different trophy. What about a bank team it is three? called finals MVP. There, there, are no, there is no rule that states it must go to someone on the, on the winning team. And if these, if we have... If you end up giving, if the Celtics win, and it's like Jason Tatum, finals MVP, 20 points on 36% shooting. Oh, boy. Oh, what a performance. It's going to look dumb. It'll look dumb, just like it would look dumb upon hindsight. Tatum, this is why we need you. Game five tonight. Let's go, Jason Tatum. Much more on Undisputed right now. We'll see you tomorrow.